What's up, mi gente? It's your boy Marco Rojas here with another episode of Aquí Estamos. If you haven't had time to uh, follow us on Instagram or on Facebook, check out our episodes on Apple Podcasts. We also have them on YouTube. Just go ahead and subscribe to uh, Aquí Estamos podcast. Check us out on the uh, the previous episodes. Uh, on this episode, I just want to share out my heart, what's going on within our comunidades and everything. Um, it's, it's just it's tough, man, when we're talking about issues that relate to right now is the street vendors, the attacks on street vendors that are trying to provide for their family on a daily basis. And, you know, we're seeing these what's going viral on social media, on the news outlets. And I just felt like, you know, we need to talk about this. So come on out, man. Check us out on this episode of Aquí Estamos. Yeah, man. So I just wanted to introduce this episode to this social issue, this uh, this actually this community issue that we're facing right now that really is not just a certain area of California. Nah, this is all California, man. This is from the Southern Cali all the way up to the Central uh, Central Valley, so on and so forth. And I feel like it has gotten limited reporting and it hasn't been covered as much as other social issues right now and I feel like this is dangerous because we're not talking about a, a topic and a situation that needs to be observed because there's a lot of underreported um, incidents as well and like I said these are the attacks on um, street vendors and in our own community I just wanted us to think about this for a minute like to everyone, first of all, I want to thank everyone that is taking the time to actually listen to today's episode. Um, we're just the day before Easter, and you know, Easter is a, like a holiday to nuestra gente, you know, um, something that we enjoy to embrace and to spend time with our familias and all that. So, I want us to really think about in our lifetimes, you know, in our lifetime that we, we reflect and you know, we embrace the beauty of our family, but. How many of us encountered a paletero or a street vendor that, you know, during the summers or even in the spring, right? Like the hot weathers and, you know, the the cravings of churros or um, fruta or, you know, uh, raspados. Like these are the common treats that we have. And we know this by our own neighborhoods, our um, street vendors that are willing to sell these items and yeah, I was just blown away, you know, because first of all, my whole life has changed like drastically this past week. So uh, my son has been born uh, my, or my son was born on March 23rd. So, man, everything has changed. But now it's got me to reflect on issues that on things that I need to speak up on and utilize this platform that I have, but also how to teach my son um, how to carry out the right behaviors and the right way to go about, you know, that's my job as a father. I've read some reports, but, you know, I, I, I was hurt because I've used the time these past few days to really study and see what's going on, because this is a, a an issue that it's sad because we don't take the time to actually reflect and see who is being affected. Right. 
you know, these communities that are, it's not just only affecting the community, but it's affecting families as well. You know, these street vendors that have families that choir or you know, need the benefit of the financial income that comes from these street vendors, whatever they're selling. And, you know, when we see on the news how many families are affected because some get attacked, some get killed, which I do want to talk about today is we need to reflect on how can we protect our street vendors? How do we protect nuestra gente? How do we protect and preserve our comunidades? So check this out. Um, before I start this, I want to just define what community means. Community in Spanish is comunidad, comunidades. And community is a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. And so when we think of communities, we got to think of those that we, you know, we all try to share a common characteristics. But, you know, the interest of familias and trying to preserve um, our family goals and trying to achieve the best we can so that we can give our family what we never technically had or trying to give the best possibility of life that. Uh, we can give to our families, right? And we want that to be reflected throughout our comunidades. But, you know, it just feels like, man, it's been crazy lately, man. 2021, 2020 and 2021 has been crazy, right? We have this global pandemic that has put millions of people out of work. It has uh, affected so many people today on a physical, you know, it, it's harmed them physically, right? Because the pandemic of... The COVID or the pandemic COVID-19 has killed millions of people as well. Um, our communities, our Latino communities are affected in high numbers and high rates. Right. You know, they are the first to be uh, let go of their positions and their jobs because of, you know, the economic downturn that COVID-19 has put on uh, the U.S. and society as a whole. So when. We're seeing street vendors who are trying to preserve and make an income and make a living. It's, it's it's a sad thing when we start seeing that, you know, our communities are basically hurting these individuals, right? And I, I'm going to explain what I mean by hurting our individuals. You, you know, some people are saying like, Marco, how can you say that? We're not, you know, we're not physically hurting them, right? It's the other people that are you see in these videos hurting them. See, on some aspect, that's true, right? We see that other individuals are hurting those these street vendors, right? That's no doubt about that. But if we really reflect and think about what have we done to highlight these issues? What have we done? How can we reflect on ourselves? How can we make sure that this doesn't happen in our comunidades, right? Because once again, community is all about fellowship and helping what uh each other out but how can we have that if we're staying silent on certain situations right now i'm not saying stay silent on these issues that affect black communities i'm not saying stay silent on these issues that affect asian communities right but right now we're seeing the attack on street vendors and you know these families are being affected because this they're just trying to make a life you know they're trying to make a life here in the united states they're trying to make uh they're trying to meet ends meet right they have bills to pay like anyone else. But how is it that, you know, how can we protect them? And so we have to reflect and think ourselves because we've 
if you're listening to this episode, I'm pretty sure you have came across or know someone that is a street vendor, a paletero man to somebody that's selling um, flores or flowers on the street corner, right? How can we make sure that they're trying to make their ends meet and still be protected? Just on this year alone, man, we're seeing people being attacked already, 2020 as well. And it's not just, you know, certain areas that you think, oh, well, this is the only place that is happening, man. It's, it's going on across California. I was uh, studying and trying to just really understand and research what is, how has it impacted today? When you're hearing vendors getting shot and killed, now there is a situation that we have to reflect and think about. This is bigger than what we have reflected it to be. You know, I came across uh, an article the other day and it's, it's, it basically says Fresno street vendors shot and killed. And uh, the man, Lorenzo Perez, he was 45, right? Preserve the, the crazy thing about this man is check this story out. Fresno street vendors shot and killed. Uh, he, you know, he has his uh, some members of his family, his daughter help out here and there, you know. But on this Sunday, on this particular Sunday, Next to a daycare and a school ground, he was shot in. He was shot in the head and killed. Shot in the head and killed. And and it, for us, we need to really think about, you know, what type of individual can perceive these actions on a Sunday in an area where you know whether people are there or not. You know how something so violent can take place, yet. I didn't know about this until I had to go physically research myself. Right. And so I encourage anyone right now listening in is, you know, why don't you look in and see what's been going on so that when you start seeing it on social media, you're not thinking, oh, another attack. Dang. No, you're actually seeing and how you can prepare and just advocate and do what you can to help protect those that are trying to make a living. Right. But, yeah, man, Lorenzo Perez shot in the head and killed. And it wasn't until this action till now Fresno City's uh, council member, Luis Chavez, is announcing a 5000 reward for the individual that did it so it can lead to an arrest. Right. And because of these actions, now community organizers are stepping up and ready to help support whatever they can. You have um, individuals that have been affected as well that has been robbed. And now because of the the stories they've heard about Lorenzo Perez being shot, they don't even want to go back out because they are not, it's not worth it. And now some might say, well, why don't they go to the police? Let's just take a minute and pause for a minute and, and talk about what not only, um, and I know this might seem like, how do you connect to these two together? It makes no sense. But this is what happens when Trump politics and conservative anti-immigrant politics have an effect on local issues right and let me explain where angelita rodriguez says well i she she is afraid to go to the police why is that because of being undocumented don't she doesn't know how can that affect her long term right and so the idea that well why can't individuals just go out to the police it's not that easy because you're talking about a trauma a traumatic decision or a traumatic act that they need to do because they don't know what the outcome can be right due to being undocumented now you have to stay silent even when you're being attacked and this comes down to 
certain conservative or certain anti-immigrant politics that have affected local issues, right? This was, you know, Fred, I'm, I live in Stockton, California. Fresno is two hours away, two and a half hours away. So it's not far from home, you know. Bakersfield the other day posted a video showing that of a, a street vendor trying to sell some um, flowers was being attacked. The community steps in, good, that's good, and try to protect the man. But once again, these attacks are are not only violent, but they leave trauma to these individuals that are just trying to make ends meet. And it's one of those crazy stories that we have to reflect and think, man, what are we going to do to talk about these issues? Let's stop for a minute and look at how has state unite or or nationwide politics affected our local issues. Every city is different. Right. Every city has its own legislation and how they approach certain policies that relate to immigrants and so on and so forth. And I've talked about, you know, immigration and immigrant policies in the previous episodes. If you haven't checked them out on the on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube, I definitely recommend going checking it out. But, you know, there's certain cities that, you know, they, that aren't uh, considered sanctuary cities and basically don't protect individuals that are undocumented from being searched and seized or they're not protected from ICE agents per se. And so when you're looking at it on an angle from once again, a woman who was attacked, robbed and, you know, has a visual image of who the person was, but is scared to go and report it because of her documentation status. We have to really reflect and think about how now nation politics again like i said and i i I, it might sound like i'm redundant but why nation politics and nation rhetoric towards anti-immigrants or anti-immigration has affected individuals who live day-to-day lives in a city that probably politicians don't even know exist cities like fresno and stockton all these small cities that they really don't know and so we have to really just look at how we move forward protecting these street vendors but also paying attention to every city and making sure that advocating for undocumented individuals and preserving that family values that everyone perseveres when they come to this nation Yeah, I just want to thank everyone that took the time to listen to today's podcast. If you haven't had time to uh, check us out on social media, you can follow us on Aki Estamos Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And also you can subscribe on uh, YouTube to watch and listen to the previous episodes of Aki Estamos. Bye.